This is the Scoop for Wednesday. Good morning. I'm Josh Holton with the WMNF News Headlines. A local group says that the Tampa Citizens Review Board is not doing enough to pursue justice for victims of police violence. Last night, the Tampa Bay Community Action Committee failed to persuade the Citizens Review Board to investigate injuries police officers caused a woman four years ago. Kelsey Staremski wasn't driving drunk, but as an intoxicated passenger, she found herself in an altercation with law enforcement when Tampa police officers tried to bring her to a hospital. Joseph Nojava, with the Tampa Bay Community Action Committee, said she just wanted to go home. And that would have been in everybody's best interest, but the cops decided to take her to the hospital for some reason. Um, and, you know, obviously she opposed that. The police report said Storemski was kicking and biting officers during the struggle. At some point, they pinned her to the ground, bruising her forehead. Gareth Dawkins is with the Tampa Bay CAC and demanded disciplinary action against the officers. Nicholas J. Hardesty and Adonis Morgan, who arrested and brutalized her in 2019. Kevin Schoolmeasters, the captain of the Professional Standards Bureau for the Tampa Police, answered board member Lincoln Tamayo, who asked him about the statute of limitations. And then we find out again from Ms. Staremski two years after the, after the fact that she had these injuries. Yeah, correct. We don't have access to her medical uh, reporter right. information. And then also just to place some context, uh, you, you have said that uh, if this were to happen today, the body-worn cameras would automatically be turned on as a matter of procedure. Yeah, anytime an officer takes police activity, they're uh, mandated to have their camera system on. At the time, there were only 68 body cameras in use compared to more than 700 now. But even if officers had been wearing body cameras, Schoolmeister said the Police Benevolent Association's contract with the city at the time would have prevented anyone outside the police department from bringing a complaint more than 120 days after an incident. Uh, while this article was removed from the current contract, it was still uh, in place at the time of this incident and then time of the reporting of the complaint. The CAC is questioning the board's effectiveness after choosing to not investigate this case. Board member Carolyn Collins said the police now have more body cameras because of a grant request made by the CRB, and those cameras could prevent future victims of police brutality from lacking the evidence they need to prove an injustice. Next month, the Florida legislature will hold a special session to discuss, among other things, strengthening state sanctions against Iran because of that country's alleged role in the tax on Israel. On WMNF's Tuesday Cafe, State Representative Anna Eskamani called it more politics and performance by the governor. I think listeners should know, too, that I am the first and only at this point Iranian-American elected any public office in Florida. So when I say that I despise the Islamic Republic of Iran, I, I mean it. You know, my family fled Iran in search of freedom. And in fact, I have family in Iran that have, I have not seen in, in more than a decade uh, because of the political environment and because of the fear for safety if I were to go to Iran. And to that same point, the United States has had intense sanctions placed on Iran for decades and really seeing Governor Ron DeSantis exploit what is a, a horrific crisis taking place in Israel and Gaza for his own political gain, it doesn't surprise me, but it's not going to make things better. In fact, um, pursuing such an agenda will only further isolate individuals who are experiencing Islamophobia right now. Um, and of course, you know, if your intent is to somehow financially harm the Iranian government, then I would encourage you to work with the U.S. federal government who has already pursued economic sanctions. So I do see this as just more 
politics. I see this as performance. And it's frustrating because Floridians need us to focus on things like property insurance and funding public education and the affordability crisis. In fact, I'm joining you from one of my local homeless service providers. We were volunteering this morning because the need is so great here in Central Florida, where we are giving in any way we can to address the crises at home, which is the job of state government. But unfortunately, DeSantis continues to use his bully pulpit for his failing presidential bid. That's State Representative Ana Eskamani criticizing Governor Ron DeSantis for calling a special legislative session on Iran. The session is expected to begin November 6th. You can watch this full interview on our website, WMNF.org. A new plan for the city of Lake Will seeks to control development and conserve the environment. WMNS Chris Young reports that the city's commissioners voted unanimously to approve the plan last week. For Commissioner Keith Thompson, it was a significant vote. Um, for me, it gets really, really simple and a bit emotional. This is about the city that I've called home for over 50 years and what the future is going to look like way, way beyond when I take my final breaths and leave this earth. The plan, titled Lake Wales Envisioned, is to manage suburban sprawl and development. It includes plans for walkable neighborhoods and conservation areas. According to the plan, they want to avoid Lake Wales becoming filled with, quote, bland subdivisions and strip malls, like other new developments on I-4 between Tampa and Orlando. According to the Lakeland Ledger, the city paid about $580,000 to produce Lake Wales Envisioned. The company released a brochure and plan that can be found at lakewalesenvisioned.com. Most public comment was in support of the plan, and the commission voted unanimously to adopt the ideas of the plan. For WMNF News, I'm Chris Young. The Chancellor of Florida's university system is calling on schools to disband chapters of the group National Students for Justice in Palestine amid the war with Israel and Hamas. Chancellor Ray Rodriguez yesterday wrote in a letter to the presidents of Florida's 12 state universities that the group released a, quote, toolkit that referred to Hamas's initial attack on Israel this month as the resistance and said Palestinian students in exile are part of the movement. In the letter, Rodriguez cited a Florida law that prohibits providing materials in support of a designated foreign terrorist organization. Rodriguez said at least two universities have National Students for Justice in Palestine chapters. The letter did not identify the universities, but Instagram accounts exist for chapters at the University of Florida and the University of South Florida. In calling for the chapters to be disbanded, Rodriguez said they could be restarted in ways that comply with the state law. For the weather, it's cool and cloudy in the Tampa Bay area. Highs today in the upper 80s, overnight lows in the upper 60s. Tomorrow will be sunny and warm with highs in the upper 80s. I'm Josh Holton with the WMNF News Headlines on 88.5 FM and the WMNF app. This is The Scoop, recorded at WMNF Tampa.